What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here, and I have a delightful, awesome origin story today. I have Q from Sweet Crystal here to um, give a little bit of his testimony, a little history about his music, and where he's going to go from here and what God has in store for him and what the music that he has, that God has in store for you. Uh, before I get to him, uh, just to let you know, I do have that uh, independence from uh, addiction through metal uh, special coming up uh, uh, July 4th. So uh, keep your ears open. We're going to have awesome bands such as Bread for War. We're going to have Brutality. Uh, we're going to have Divided Me, uh, Saving Jackie, so on, so on. And the true believers uh, are going to open us up with that show. So it's going to be a pretty awesome show. It's going to be about, I don't know, until God tells me, hey, that's enough. That's all the, that's all my children can hear for right now. So uh, feel free to check that out. And also, if you do have a testimonial that you want to um, speak it to the world to tell you what God has done for you and what God has done for your family, uh, feel free to contact me on my email, um, Johnny Tacos Podcast at gmail.com. I'll set you up with a live Tuesday testimonial on Tuesday. Who would have thought? Taco Tuesday? I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Anyways, let's get on with the show. This is Origin. Origin. Right, I hope that woke up everybody. That's the new, more energetic origin stories intro music. Uh, thank you to Chris again. Chris has been doing a lot of my intro music, so thank you, Chris Johnson of Hard Look, for all this hard work that you uh, that you did and you know, produced such great um, great music as well as uh, my great intro. So, um, so before. I keep on rattling on about how great musicians are. I have a musician here, and he's showing me his museum of keyboards. There's like 50 million of them. I think it's a huge warehouse. I'm seeing nothing but uh, acres and acres. Sweetwater Sound. Yeah, only Sweetwater Sound beat this collection. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sweetwater is what I use for my podcast needs as well as uh, my musical stuff. And also lights, because I flick lights on my church. So people say, hey, what do you do at church? I turn lights on and off and on and off while the uh, worship team is singing. And they go, wow, that is awesome. So and then they then they turn away and walk away. I was like, wow, the lifestyle of the light engineer. But anyways... Enough of me. Hey, Q, what is up? 
I tell you, brother, it's a, an honor and a blessing to be here today. It's, I really appreciate you taking the time to reach out to us to find out who Sweet Crystal is and what we do with our music and ministry, and I really appreciate it. And now I'm going to be a new fan of Tacos Tuesday. I thought I liked it before. It's going to get even better now. You know, the Lord has so much in plan. You know, I cannot fathom. I, I, I'm over here. The world is just exploding around with me with goodness because there are so many people in the world just thirsting for that everlasting water that Jesus has given to them. So if I can be the mouthpiece for Jesus, then so be it. I'll be there with my armor on. Well, that's pretty much a mindset behind my band for the all these decades we've been together. We have a trademark sol, uh, slogan called Reaching the World One Song at a Time, and we've been pushing the gospel message as a Christian band since probably the early 90s. Uh, we didn't start out as a Christian band, but God has a way of hitting you upside the head and setting you on the right course. And so once we took the path we are on still to this day, we realized that was why we were here in order to try to help an ever darkening world with songs of light and hope. That's really what we hope to do with our music is give you just a little bit of a better feeling about what God has in store for your life. If you listen to the songs that we've written, because chances are somebody in our band has gone through exactly what you're going through right now. And I think we have a way of, of directing people to that eternal light at the end of every tunnel. That's pretty much why sweet crystal is still here some 45 years after we started. Well, you're making me feel old. You said 45. I'm like, ah, oh, man. When you first started there, I was a little. I was in my diapers. Sorry, hey. my, I have a, an audience in the background. Love it. What kind of dog? Uh, they're all Chihuahuas. There's four no, of them. No wonder you're Johnny Tacos. Yep. <laughs> in a Chihuahua brigade. See, I, I'm getting. I'm turning into a uh, Mexican person, <laughs> even though uh, half of my kids are half Mexican. So, international, buddy. international. Yes, I am a Mexican by association. <laughs> so, uh, and you're and you're right. Um, music should have a soul between it. Should have emotion. It should have raw um, stories. And like you said, that someone listen to your music, they'll go, you know what? I do feel that way. You know, I'm 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 not alone here. You know, it's it's a bridge between um, God and His children, and through it is song. You know, song can uh, break down the biggest barriers. I've seen it. And music is is a prominent part of the Bible. I mean, the Book of Psalms is basically a psalm book. So music has always been around. It's it's how the angels glorify God in heaven. And if we know Christ as our Savior, then it's pretty hard to not sing about it. Uh, I know the world doesn't always want to hear this message, and we've written some songs for non-believers as well, basically letting them know when they're hurting, there is a way that we can help them, even if they don't want to listen to a gospel message or they don't want to know about God. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's, it's like a laugh line, you know, it's like you put up a hand, the, the audience claps. We have the uh, audience barking. Well, I guess they're really into, uh, into our conversation here or Amazon came by cause my wife has a lot of stock in Amazon. So I think we all do. Unfortunately, I think we, we've all invested in his dream. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so growing up as a, as a child, um, 
were you were you growing up with a in a Christian atmosphere? I would say yes, I was. My family we were uh, brought up Lutheran. I'd say uh, the band is two uh, three fourth Lutheran and one Catholic on the drums. And uh, basically, I was brought up in a very loving, God fearing home. But that didn't stop me from falling off that path once I got to high school. Unfortunately, it was the late '60s, early '70s, and there was a quite an upheaval of you know self-awareness in, in in the young kids like that and i i fell into the the rock and roll lifestyle just like most of the people i hung out with i thought that was what you wanted to do that's who you wanted to be you wanted to be a rock and roll star i discovered music i you know i just started playing with a uh, steve uh, weezer the drummer uh, bill bladder the guitar player in sweet crystal we did not start off as a christian band we just started off as a rock and roll band and young kids and that's what we thought we wanted to do and and we did that for quite a few years we got relatively successful six and a half tons of gear <laughs> four-man road crew a couple dogs um and we played yeah we played five to seven nights a week for years made a living at it but you know things change you know and if you're going to be important to god in this plane then he's going to get hold of you at one point and change your focus change your life you know, either either follow or you fall behind. And luckily, luckily for us, you know, we all decided to go the route, you know, that Jesus had set out for us. Yeah, and going through high school is is hard because you want to be noticed and you want to be, um, you know, you don't want to be that left out kind of person. So you you fall into a, a crowd. You think, hey, well, um, you know, I feel more comfortable with with these people even though they're doing things that are not so christian but they they're there for me and they they care about me and, and all that and i can see because it's it's a it's a trial i i believe high school is a trial to to show uh to show what god truly has with you because you you'll go through that trial through high school trying to be something that you're not the world is so tempting when you're a kid and you don't know what's what and but I cannot honestly think, see back in my 45 years that um, when I was in high school, uh, I I can actually you know wish I can do some of the things I did in a, in a more lighter way than what I did. But I I'll, I did it for either girls or you know because you know you're a man you, you're, your your uh, hormones and all that are out of whack. So you do anything to impress a lady, and sometimes it's very I stupid. It's, I think it's even harder nowadays for for kids, middle school and high school. I think it's so totally, it's so much tougher now because they have access to uh, social media, to the internet. And so they are seeing things that in our generation, and I'm a much older generation than you, we didn't even know existed back then, and some of it probably didn't exist. And now, not only are they bombarded by immediate peer pressure on both sides of them, but now they have the video screen bombarding them. They have, you know, cable TV. Pretty much nothing is off limits any, anymore to anybody. And it's, as a parent, it's got to be even tougher today to try to set a moral tone within their home when there's so many external negative influences so we don't want the music to be one more reason that they're gonna fall off the cliff 
you know, go off the deep end. So that's why Sweet Crystal Music and other Christian uh, artists are singing about God and just trying to lay a foundation that hopefully will talk to their spirit. It's, a, you know, we can't save anybody. All we can do is point in the right direction. It's the Holy Spirit's job to save people. But Amen. it's our job to make sure that we are pointing those looking in the right direction. And even for some people that aren't looking, they don't know they're not looking. But eventually, we're hoping that what we do and what other people such as you and your your podcast does is open some ears and make people think a little bit. And then it's the Holy Spirit that gets into their lives and does its work. You know, and that's all we can do is open that door and let let Jesus in. Yes, because it's, it's our job as adults uh, to be uh, disciples, to uh, go out and teach people, you, you know. God does not want you to force yourself. Uh, the The world wants you to force yourself. The, the world wants to force itself onto our children. Impressionable. I can go on hours and hours and hours about this subject because I do have kids that are still in high school. And I see the peer pressure and I see the, uh, it's so easy to obtain really bad stuff. Even when the, even when commercialized TV has really no limits on uh what they show even in kid shows it's 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 becoming harder and harder and harder to try to teach your children values when you have to fight against the media uh people at school even teachers now and you you think that teachers are more respectful and uh over the parents and it's it's coming up where the teachers are about as bad as the people you see on tiktok well, it's it's definitely a fallen world, and my wife and I sometimes talk about it. We didn't, we never thought it would get worse, and yet it seems like somebody's always finding new ways to make it worse. But if your hope is in the Lord, no matter what, we know we win. We know we're on the winning team. We know in the end, we triumph. It's getting through these trials and tribulations that you know, test your metal and, and brings you up to where God wants you to be. And so we're all going to go through trials. We're all going to go through tribulations. Nobody's got an easy time of it anymore, but it's just, you know, you just got to be strong. And that's what the armor of God's all about. And that's, that's what you have to teach your kids. Yep. And you have to make sure you have the full armor of God. You can't, you can't just pick and choose what armor to put on. You have to put on that full armor. If you're going to war against the enemy, you have to make sure you're prepared. So they had a meme um, on Facebook. It had this guy dressed up in full armor. I have my full armor of God on me. And then there was an arrow that hit right in that slit where the, the visor is. And it, it was called pride. And Nice. And yeah. uh, I was like, man, that wraps up everything, especially. And I'm going to step on some some churchgoers toes you're so pride prideful about it that you are better than everybody but you don't see the fact that god had made each and every one of us in his image we are all brothers and sisters and that the the stronger we the, the stronger we get is if we help each other lift up is and that's the that's the only way about it that's a perfectly good way to wrap it up, too. I mean, it's, you know, you don't want, you want to be a stepping stone for somebody else because the, the higher up you can help somebody go, 
the more you're going to rise. And that's something that the band has always been very mindful of. We've never, um, we do a lot of shows. We play a lot of multi-band events where nobody wants to be the first band to play because maybe nobody's there. You know, nobody wants to do that. They either want a headline or, you know, find prime time spot. But what I like about Sweet Crystals, we have no problem starting an event, being the first band on stage because we're going to go up, we're going to be our ourselves our total 100% every time and we set the bar pretty high as far as musicality and and message and performance so we don't have a problem starting first so we don't have a we don't have a pride about who we are because god can take any of this away at any time so we just go where he opens the doors we we're very humble in who we are and we just appreciate every opportunity we have to to play for people and to to praise his name in our music and in our lives so when um during high school when you uh when you were living a rock and roll lifestyle um you know when when did you have that aha moment where it's you know what i need to focus my life on jesus instead of the world was it in your early 20s or yeah, that's uh, actually that's that's quite a uh, impactful story. It wasn't until the band had been together for a while, uh, about three years, maybe four years. I came in off the road. We had just signed with a new booking agency. It came in off the road, and I was too keyed up to go home. So. I went to a local club where I knew the band was playing. This is just a, a place, and people knew me. I went in, but just so happened that the the girl who was to become my wife was working there that night. She's a high school teacher. She doesn't work in a bar, but her roommate couldn't make it into work and asked if she would go in and just sub for her for one night. So my wife just said, sure. She went in. She had never been in that club before. I had never been in that club before. I went there. I saw her, talked a little bit to her while I watched the band play. And then I, another friend came by and took me around to a whole bunch of other clubs. That was my lifestyle back then. I went, it dropped me off at my house, and I had no keys to get in my house. Where were my keys? Gone. I had to go walk around all the way back to that bar thinking, did I leave them at that bar? Got back to the bar. It's about 2 in the morning now. I walked in. Uh, Jan was standing by the bar just cleaning up. And I, and I told her, I said, I lost my keys. And she looked down. She goes, are those it? And sure enough, they were they were sitting right by her feet. So I reached down, I got them. I said, "Yeah." So we sat down, and started talking. Well, in Michigan, clubs close at two. The doors have to be shut at two thirty. We continued to sit and talk, and for some reason, the owner left the door open to the club. A quarter to three, the police walked in, shut the club down, took the guy's license off the wall, and that place never opened again. In the meantime, I tried to get my wife's phone number. She said, no, I'm in the book. You have to go look me up. So the next day, I scoured it, remembered her name, called her up. We talked for three or four hours. And she, after we got done talking, she said she left. She lived on Eastern Michigan University campus. She left and went to the Catholic church that was open on that day. And she said she went in, got down on her knees and says, Lord, I know this is the man you want me to marry, but I can't. I don't want to be hurt by him because she saw who I was and how I was hanging out. She says, you have to change his heart and make him, you know, the man you want him to be. We started dating. We dated for about a year. And I started reading when I was sitting around waiting for her to get ready to go on a date. I started reading a book called The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Mm -hmm. And his whole concept is based on the Bible. So I was reading how he was you know, so outgoing. And, and I decided to pick up the Bible and see where he came from to find these quotes. I started reading the Bible and all of a sudden I just went, 
oh man, this this all makes sense. And it was right then and there that I went, oh my gosh, we went and found a church, I got born again, and that was the beginning of it. So it, it was that kind of process. God put me in a place to meet Jan in a place that would never exist from that point on, two of us going to someplace that we had never been before, and that whole thing turned into that. So it's all God up in heaven going, hey, watch this. This is going to be very entertaining. And we just, you know, we've been together for, we've got our 42nd anniversary coming up next week. Wow. We've been together for 42 years. And that's, never stop. And that's uncalled, uh, you know, that's not uncalled for. That's, you know, you don't hear that. Unusual. Not um, in this, not in this business for sure. You know, not in this business. And, and it's harder in life. I think our parents' generation were probably the last generation to stay together as long as they possibly could. Because now it's, there's no, not that there should be a stigma, but now it's easy for people to just give up and move on. And so I feel very blessed. Yeah. And on a side note, uh, at my church, they're, they're teaching a marriage, um, a marriage seminar, and I, the name was on on the top of my tongue, but I, I forgot what the 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 author was, who who the yeah. author is. But he say he said, um, "You're going. The reason why people leave a marriage is because they live in the moment. They they don't they don't see that." In any of the marriages, you're going to have your ups and downs. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. You're going to have your your seasons of quietness. You're going to have your seasons of anger. You're going to have your seasons of love. Um, it's it's once you realize that, and you and you realize, well, hey, you know, if I divorce this person and go to another person, it's pretty much going to be the same. You know, you're going to have that whole season of bliss in the beginning. And then you're going to have seasons of anger. You're going to have seasons of silence, you know, because God and the Jews, you know, the Jews is God's chosen people. But there was a time, what was it, like 3,000 years or something that God didn't spoke in between the New Testament and the Old Testament. God didn't speak to his chosen people because he was mad because they were starting to take other gods and they were starting to move away from God's trying to move away from God's light and all that. So there was a silence. So just think about it. You, uh, being married, you know, you have your, your, your different seasons. So I was like, well, that, that was pretty interesting. And there are blessings in every season, but sometimes they're harder to find than others. And, and by going through a divorce, which is a, a, an awful experience and then starting a new relationship, a new marriage, you're bringing the baggage from the first failed marriage into the new one. It's not like you all of a sudden threw away everything and started brand new. You're not brand new. It's just that the relationship is brand new. So there'll be every bit as much a challenge and maybe even more as you go along. But, you know, God is merciful. That's all we can. That's all. If it wasn't for God, there wouldn't be any point to any of us as far as I'm concerned. And so we just thank him for his mercy and we will just continue to do what we're doing here to to you know try to bring a little bit of light into what's a seems to be a ever darkening world that's for sure that is true that is true so what is what is your your mentors your musical mentors growing up who who were your um, number one bands to go to that you idolized and you're like you know what i want that sound when we started out, uh, and this was a long time ago, we were really influenced by the, the progressive music scene of uh, England, the UK. Bands like Pink Floyd, Yes, 
those type of band, Genesis, we really gravitated toward that type of music. We loved the, the progressive nature. We loved the intricacies of the music. And we were very unique here in Michigan because back then this was, you know, Bob Seger, uh, Ted Nugent, MC5 territory, you know, pretty much straight ahead, easier rock. And because we had a lot of basses on the, my keyboards, we were able to cover a lot of a, a more variety of bands. That's how we started out. As we became a, a Christian band, we started listening to more and more 80s bands like Kansas and Journey, and then eventually into uh, even more progressive bands like Spock's Beard, Neil Morse, and basically anybody with a lot of heart behind the music. I even like uh, Meatloaf, God rest his soul, man. We used to love his stuff. It just, just his performance and the dynamics of his, of who he was, were very influential. Especially for me, I'm a front man for the band as well as a keyboard player. So I split duties behind being, you know, behind these things and coming out front. So I've always been a, a performer. I would say more than just a, a musician. And so all of that in our youth, watching Queen. Uh, got into our souls. I saw a lot of Jethro Tull in who we were when we first started out. So it really was that progressive UK sound that, that defined who we were. And we just kept doing it. And we're still kind of doing it today. And, you know, progressive music back then was, it was such powerful messages and, and the words were handwritten, you know, from their heart. Uh, Journey had some great hits that, that just to, to, to this day are still, played over the radio um you know queen um meatloaf you know he's from my neck of the woods meatloaf so and to to hear all these from back back in the day and they're still playing strong that that just shows you the the time and the effort and the blood sweat and tears that these artists made to produce their music and that's what i start started to see in our christian community is that we put our our blood, sweat, and tears into our material, but it's not just us doing that material. It's God beside us. So, it's got to be. Otherwise, otherwise, it's just it's throwaway entertainment. And you know, there's a lot of popular music that comes and goes. And you know, and I understand that people need that. You need to fill in the gaps at times. But if it's really for the Lord, it's it's meant to last forever. So you want to put into that music, which speaks to your soul, and it will speak to someone else's. Not everybody's going to like all your songs, you know, and that's probably why we have so many different types of songs on all of our releases. We've had seven CDs to, to, to date, and each song is different than the song that's before it. And it's only because that's what we hear and that's how we write. We're not purposely following any musical trends. We don't purposely try to sound like anybody. We just write songs that speak to us as a band, as a, as a band of Christian men. And if it speaks to us, we're hoping there'll be somebody out there that it'll speak to. And so far it seems to be a pretty good path for us. Yeah. And you, you've been in the, in the band for 45 years is a tremendous achievement. So, uh, we'll be right back. Um, we'll have a commercial coming up and then we'll talk more about sweet crystal. So just, uh, stay tuned for a quick commercial. I got to pay the bill somehow. This is the Johnny Taco Show.
Hello, this is Johnny Tacos, and I want to give a shout out to Sweet Smells by Amanda. That's Sweet Smells by Amanda on Facebook, where she has the latest Scentsies as well as the uh, seasonal smells. So if you want your house to smell like a gingerbread cookie house or, uh, or a botanical garden, Please check out Sweet Smells by Amanda. All right, we're back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I did it myself. So uh, let's move forward. Let's let's talk about the band. Uh, you've been with the band for 45 years, which is a lot longer than I've been alive. Not, not to say you still look good. You still look really young for your age. I appreciate that. It's a rock yeah, and roll lifestyle. Good. <laughs> yeah, the band's been together for uh, over four and a half decades with myself, Steve Weezer on drums, Bill Bladder on guitar. We've been through 13 bass players. Uh, I don't know what that is. It's kind of like a spinal tap thing where they self-combust after a little bit of a time. But uh, <laughs> our third bass player is Marty Kukar, and he's been with us going on four to five years now. So I think we finally passed somebody's audition. And so he's a, he's been a real blessing to the band. Um, we've, we just released our seventh uh, CD. It's called Seventh Heaven. And so far, it's been getting some very cool reviews from around the web from over in Europe and God just continues to open doors for us. So we have no plans to stop anytime soon until he calls us home. And so we just finished this one. We're already working on songs for eight. I uh, haven't decided what to call it yet, although I do like the idea of the, if you think of what an eight looks like, and you turn it on its side, it's the infinity thing. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to work with that somehow. And if you look at the CD cover one way, it looks like it's Sweet Crystal Infinity unless you put the name up right and all of a sudden it's Sweet Crystal 8. So we'll probably play around with something like that. As you can see, we name our CDs for what CD they actually are. You know, that that's pretty cool. That that just reminds me of uh, like um, uh, Strike when they, they do the, the whole uh, box. You, you can tell what the story is by the name yes. of the... Of the uh, of the, the album so i love Queen Crack, man that was one of the bands that we we saw them live during the empire tour and at one of the venues here in town and i was with my guitar player and we looked at we listened to the whole show and said that's the type of music we need to produce i said because these guys are out here doing this look at how well it's received we said well, we're on the right track because i love queens right so we try to put that same kind of you know passion in our songs that they were doing at that time yeah um empire was the the cd that won me over and then yeah. uh, i started going into the warning and uh operation mind crime you know back uh, back in their older stuff which operation mind crime was a whole whole story of a of a uh, album it was like you have to listen to the first song to get the whole uh, the whole story to the end and it's really really well made and well produced it was my younger brother my youngest brother eric that turned me on to queens like he was already a fan of theirs and i didn't even know who they were so i have to shout out to him for for introducing me to that band and i still follow both versions of them you know the jeff tate version and the other version there's two versions of queens like out now and they both they both come through detroit quite a bit uh this is a, a very 
heavily enjoying Queensryche, so whichever venue, it, whichever iteration it is. So I'd like following them both. I support, I still buy CDs. You know, I just like supporting artists because I know they don't make much of anything from streaming. So whenever there's a physical CD to buy, even though I probably only play it once or twice because you can, you know, rip it and put it in your computer. Uh, I still buy CDs for people because I know that's at least one way that they get a few bucks in their pocket. Well, also, if you're a connoisseur of music, you like to have the physical. Um, you like to own it. Yeah. yeah. The, especially when I, you open up like that. Here. Uh, you you got a seventh heaven CD, or you can go and listen on Spotify. But this way, you got an actual CD. You got pictures. You got stuff. So I totally agree. Yeah, the kids don't know how 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 good we had it with the with the actual artwork and then the lyrics. Um, that thick case um, when the uh, cassettes came out. Absolutely, you could unfold, pull them out, and unfold it, and go look at all the lyrics in here. Man. Yeah, it looked like you unfolded it forever especially like with that motley crew girls 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 when they they had their lyrics bigger i guess for people that that were in their prime can actually read it oh that's funny yeah because that's that's the downside nowadays about trying to cram so many lyrics into a cd cover stuff because you know aging population man our eyes don't work as well as they used to even watching credits on a movie sometimes you just kind of go who is that you couldn't use a bigger font who is that for (laughs) yeah i'm uh when i'm at work um i am so happy about the person that invented glasses because (laughs) if i take my glasses off now um I the I can't see nothing. It just and I used to see so well as a kid. I used to be able to see far away and up close. And now it's cataracts. I guess I don't know. Uh, things happen. You get older. You get wiser. Your body gets frail. It's an interesting. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting journey. It makes you wonder what that's all about. But you know what? It's from our, you know, our fallen nature from our original sin, which is funny because that's the name of one of the songs coming out in the next CD. Um, but, you know, we just we gave up paradise, you know, and you can try to blame Adam and Eve for doing it. But any one of us would have done the same thing because we were all that exact same yep. person. You yeah. can't blame people for making you where you are you can only blame yourself for putting you where you are that that's awesome word that's true words you know you uh, god gave you the 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 gift of free will it's up to you to, to see how you're going to do it he had already wrote your story and your story is going to end the way he wrote it but the path is is up to you that's a good point, and that's how come the path has so many divergent ways you can go, and that's what the world's all about. You know, it knows it knows you need to go from here to God, and it'll do everything it can to show you all these other small G gods along the way, thinking if it can get you involved with one of those, you'll kind of forget about the capital letter G God. Yeah, and, and you know what? There is no forgetting about him. You know, you see the miracles, you see everything. It shows that he is alive and well. And people that say they don't believe in God, uh, they're just fooling themselves because you see, you see his, you see his presence in everything. I see his presence in my kids' eyes when they were born. I, I see his presence in when my when my aunt passed away, when she was passed away and she took her last breath, I saw him there taking her away after I, after I asked her if I can pray for her to, uh, before she passed. 
and wow. and she was she screamed out amen that was the only thing she she couldn't hardly say anything but she screamed out amen after that and that that's right there it gave me goose i got goosebumps just thinking about go. it and you you see you see the presence of lord and everything life and death so um, that's and that's how you keep going uh, and you have to almost feel sorry for people that don't want to accept that as a reality because those that don't know God are addicted to rage you know that's why I think people are so angry nowadays is because they've they've fallen away from the truth and so you fill your life your energy with the truth of this world and it's 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 all lies we know it is, and so that's that's why people are so angry and just so lost and so hurt that we have to do what we can, you know, to lift them up and at least give them hope, you know. And that's why I hope Sweet Crystal does with our music. We just hope that everybody goes away from one of our shows feeling better about themselves after hearing some of our music. And like I said, every song is different. Not every song is going to hit every every person the same way but if you don't like one of our songs just give it a second the next one may be what you like we have we range from pretty hard progressive rock songs to some very intimate ballads uh, sweet crystal has a real heart for the men and women of the armed forces and a lot of things we do are based around wounded warrior project and for veterans uh, helping organizations here in Michigan, homeless vets. And so we have a real heart for that. And that's probably why the band is still together after all these years is because God continues to open doors for us to go and help other people with our performances and our being there. We don't even ask, we don't ask for pay when we play. We only play at places that by showing up, we can be a benefit to whatever it is they're trying to do. It's uh, we're we're beyond the hey, I'm a rock star. You need to come see me because I'm that cool kind of thing. We are just at the point in our lives now. We go if if we can be there and do some good for whoever is there in need. That's where we show up. That's where we play. That's why we're still together. And that's the humbleness that I that I adore about you and your band. Um, you know, when you when you get to a point where you've been in a band forever. Um, I'm not taking upon it at the age. Um, yeah. you, um, you start, you start to get wiser. You start to like, you know what? Maybe it's not all about me. Maybe God has put me in on this planet to project, um, his word through, through music. Um, so, so yeah, I can, I can see that where you're like, Instead of you wanting to help me with your money and your funds, how can I help you? Uh, what can I do today to brighten your path? If you're having a, a tough day at work or you're having a tough day, you're having marital problems, you're having uh, children, family problems, you're having uh, health issues. What can I do through my song uh, as a prayer to, to help you carry on, to help you know that you're not alone, God's with you? that's that's the key right there you're not alone you know and one of our songs when i tell you i love you is exactly that it's for talking to people that are hurting that you know they're hurting it could be family members could be friends could be co-workers but don't necessarily have a relationship with jesus or with a, or even wants to hear about it maybe they've had a, a bad experience in church and they just turned off how do you help them and so that's why we wrote the song when i tell you i love you because that's that's what we discovered the best thing you can do is just tell them that you love them and that starts the conversation god will finish that conversation but you can start it by just saying hey 
I love you. I understand what you're doing. Uh, what I want to know is, uh, where did you come up with the name Sweet Crystal? To me, when I first saw Sweet Crystal, I was thinking uh, kind of a Wiccan kind of thing, like a New Age kind of thing. Actually, it's it's a lot more mundane than that. Up until we became a Christian band, uh, then all of a sudden we realized why we had that name, because we found references to both crystal and sweet in the book of revelations talking about the water that flows from underneath the, the throne of god and so eventually we said that's why we were called that but when we started out we were just looking for a name and i had a bowl constrictor that i named crystal for no other reason i got it from a girlfriend back then so we so you know and i had the snake on the uh, i had it at college and i just used it as a prop and uh, so we just named the band Sweet Crystal for no other reason. I mean, it's just so God had a reason for it later on, you know, and the snake never survived. So he was gone. But we kept the name. And it wasn't until like my, you know, my life changed. And I became born again. And uh, we started doing a little more research into it and just went, wow, look at this. These words are actually in the Bible. So nowadays it's so much easier to go you know that's what it's about from the book of revelation but if you go if you go pre-christian crystal it would have been about a stupid snake Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, there's the origin right there the origin of the name oh, well it's, god god has a sense of humor that's all i know yeah he got to if he made the platypus <laughs> so but um, um there was one song on the album uh, heaven's call that that song was a tribute to one of your biggest fans right yes a, a man by the name of vincent de salvo here in michigan is not only a big fan of sweet crystal but the whole music scene just an absolutely god-fearing amazing man that was came to all our shows couldn't have been more backing of who we were and what we were doing Right at the beginning of, before we knew what the pandemic was, before we knew what COVID was, he came out to one of our shows. It was in December, and we saw him. We had a good time. We played. He came out. I got pictures with him. In February, two months later, he got sick on a Friday night, didn't feel well, went into the hospital, and was dead by Sunday morning. And this is a man who was... He worked out. He was buff. He was just, he owned a, a medical supply company. The guy was just the top of his game. And in, within 48 hours, he was dead. And this was before we all knew what was really happening. And so, of course, as it turns out, you know, he got it. And not only that, but some other people at the show we were at also got COVID and passed away. So when they said it didn't start till January, forgive me, I'm not, I don't want to get into this whole story, but we know it started before then. But anyway, so Vincent passed away. And because it was in the middle of this, we had no no way to to have a a service for him or anything. When I heard that he passed away, I still get sad today. I wrote that song, Heaven's Call, within 30 minutes after hearing of his passing. And I've I've never written a song that fast. It takes me years to finish stuff sometimes. But, you know, it just, I was so hurt. I sat down at this piano. My wife had bought me a grand piano for a, a landmark birthday of mine. And I'm not a great piano player, but I love playing the piano. And I just wrote the song and along with a, a couple of the guys in the band, we just finished it up. And the lyrics came about two months later when we just sat down. And, and by summertime, we recorded it. And we put it out. And we had I, I put it out on Facebook, what we were doing, and had people send me pictures of Vincent that they had of memories with him. And I got thousands of pictures. And we, we made a, a lyric video with all of his pictures and put it up there. Um, 
finally of August of that year, we were allowed to all get back together again. And so we had a memorial service for him. And it's the first and one of the few times we ever played that song live. And that's what that was. So that whole thing was for Vincent. And I, and I tell you, Johnny, what's interesting, if you go and listen to these lyrics now, it's been, a, it's been a while, it still means what it means to us, but if you listen to the lyrics of this song and think of the people singing it as the disciples and Mary, and listen to the lyrics, they're talking about Jesus. The, the whole storyline just flows about, wow, you know, have you ever thought about all the friends you got and you, you you just knew that one was sent from God and all of a sudden you listen to it. And when Peggy, uh, Peggy Carr, who sings with us on that song, sings and think of her as Mary and the male vocals as disciples, the whole song gives me the chills because I go, this is how they were feeling when they knew Jesus left and they were going to see him again, you know, when he went on to heaven. So I just... It all winds around to that. So it was because of our love for Vincent and his just so unnecessary, untimely death. And now we have a song where when we go out, it's no longer a sad song. He, you know, our memories of him are, are now, you know, are, are long gone. So we, we can deal with it now. But it's just now it's a celebration of all of us who know Jesus the same way. Well, he's he's gone. We're going to see him again, but he's he's gone now, but we're going to see him again. And that gives you hope. And that's what we try to do with each song is it may not be the cheeriest subject to start, but by the time you get to the end of a Sweet Crystal song, we give you hope. We give you a solution. We never leave a listener, hopefully, sad by the end of any of our songs. There's always the light at the end of every one of our songs. Well, that's just that's just the the ingredients of an excellent song is to is to get all your emotions everywhere until and then you finally feel uh, fulfilled towards the end it's like a good movie you have your your plot you know your your um beginning where boy meets girl boy loses girl boy finds meaning in the whole reason why the girl passed away and then um boy moves on so and uh, hopefully there's a dinosaur in there somewhere. Yeah. Then I really would like it. Well, there, there's a couple of dinosaurs, uh, you know, the raptors <laughs> from Jurassic Park. <laughs> but uh, but uh, what I want to do is I want to play that song. I'm going to get, I want two songs on this interview. Uh, we'll play uh, Heaven's Call right now. Um, so please uh, have a listen. This is in, in, um, you know, in honor of your friend and your biggest fan. So here is Heaven's Call by Sweet Crystal. Have you ever thought of all the friends you've got? There is one that you just know was sent to you from God Now you'll understand how we felt about this man He came into our lives one day How we hoped that he would stay But then an angel got their wings today Just before they flew away we heard you had answered heaven's call And when we think of you, my friend I one day we will meet again 
But until then we'll wait on heaven You opened up our minds To the higher truths we'd find Acting as a guide, a friend We felt that this would never end But had we only known That you'd soon be called back home We would have told you from the start You have a place within our hearts And now An angel got their wings today Just before they flew away We heard you had answered Heaven's call And when we think of you, my friend One day we will meet again But until then we'll wait On Heaven's call Just before they flew away We heard you had answered heaven's call And when we think of you, my friend How one day we will meet again But until then we'll wait on heaven Will you be waiting? We'll wait on heaven That was a very powerful song with a very powerful meaning, um, which has two meanings, which one is of a biblical and one of a, of a good friend. So and it's very cool. That's, that's, that's inspired by the spirit. Cause I never would have been, you know, I didn't think about that at all until I, long after it, we started listening to the song. So I think if you open your heart up to God, he's going to do a whole lot of stuff with you. Yeah, and uh, I, I talked to an, an a musician um, a couple of episodes away with Chris Howell. He said he had to write he had writer's block for like months to write the the best song that he could, and he's he um, he sat down. His wife sat down and prayed for him for God mm. to give him the lyrics, and he just sat there. And then all of a sudden, the lyrics came out. Uh, first verse, chorus, bridge, chorus two, you know, uh, verse two and three. Uh, everything just started coming out like a river. And then all of, all of a sudden, he has this song. And he wanted me to play it uh, for them. And he had his daughter sing it. And uh-huh. it was it was an awesome song. It was an awesome song. It, and he said, that's not me. That wasn't me. I didn't write it. I just let put my hand to paper and all of a sudden there was a song. <laughs> I think that's interesting too because a lot of Christian artists feel that way about their music. I've got a good friend, David Perez. Uh, one of his songs is on 7th Heaven. The um, uh, Angel My Love is his song. We've done a couple of his songs in the past. But that's, that's his mindset about anything he writes he just says it's not me i said i can't write for 
you know, beings. It's always God riding through him. And I know some people may think that sounds trite or like Pollyanna, you know, everything's just roses, but that's not it. It when when it's inspired, it's inspired and you just know it comes from somewhere else because there are times I've tried to write and it just sounds it sounds trite you know it's just like uh this is just a praise and worship song that everybody else can write and so I'll, I'll just put it aside i said if i can't come up with lyrics that speak to me they're never going to speak to somebody else you know so you have to make sure that you're being true to yourself and not just writing just to hopefully get something out on the radio or hope for some of some church will sing it for you you need to write it for a reason and the reason should be jesus yes uh that's true words and i can never tell say um seventh heaven um uh, that your seventh album um yes it's out now you can you can uh stream it on any of the major streaming absolutely you can get hard copies either at our you know either at our live performances that's that's really why we still make cds is because they're a good giveaway or takeaway at a live show that's where most people buy them you can't go to the website and order them from uh, Bandcamp, so they they do exist most people stream a lot of people download music you can you know you can download it anytime you want so and we're not probably the best sales people for our music because we end up giving a lot of this stuff away but you know what that's i think what it's for i think it's meant to give to people we if people want to buy it then that's great the money will just go back into the music and the ministry but if somebody needs what we have and we have the ability to give it to them that's just what we do it's just it's a gift from us to god so it's a gift from from us to them yeah and you know are, are you having any tours coming up uh, to not, celebrate this? Not a lot of tours. We actually just got one canceled for next week. We were supposed to go down to North Carolina, but it just uh, that just got pulled because of weather. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff around Michigan. There's a Mint Festival. If you go to our website, basically that's the best thing to do. Go to www.sweetcrystal.com and get on our email list. We probably have eight or nine shows already booked for this summer. Some are uh, festivals, some are individual shows. Um, a lot of them are outdoors, of course, during the summer, which is always, uh, you know, <laughs> come or go. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. Or not. But that's, you know, that's what we're doing. So that's the best way to do it is uh, find us on Facebook. You know, the same thing. Just if you do a, if you do a Google search of just Sweet Crystal Band, uh, you'll get almost 13 pages of hits from us because we've been around that long. So you can go back. You can see me in spandex back from 1979 if you really care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it's just fun to go back and look at all this vintage Sweet Crystal. And we've been through some changes. We started out as a five-piece four piece and then we became a power trio for almost 15 years and then we got back into auditioning bass players like i told earlier and now most of the time we're a four piece but what's fun about this band i'm doing solo shows now too since i retired from my day gig and i wanted to get back into music full time for the last four years not only are we doing sweet crystal we're doing something called sweet crystal light which is kind of funny but it's <laughs> crystal light oh uh, man exactly <laughs> acoustic version and i can do a solo show it's called solo but never alone where i use backing tracks that, that are my band so it still sounds like us or billy my guitar player and i'll go out and we'll be a duo sweet crystal duo then sweet crystal light with the djembies and the bongos and the acoustic pianos or then it's the full four-man show so we've got a band for every occasion in every venue so we're good to go <laughs> you got an acoustic guitar back there uh, yeah no billy's got a uh, billy's 
got his studio at his house, and he's got 27 guitars. So you, you walk into his house, it's identical, only guitars. So <laughs> it's a, you like our toys. It's, it's like, uh, what is that? One house made of uh, straw, one house made of bricks. It's yeah, like one yeah, house made go. of keyboards, one house made of guitars. Yeah, yeah go over to Steve's house, and he's got all his acoustic kits down in his basement where he practices. And uh, Marty lives. Marty lives uh, ninety minutes away. He's our bass player, and he travels a long way to be with us. You know, so he's really a dedicated to the band, and that's that's a blessing to us. That's that's awesome. Um, is there anything coming up um, that you want to talk about? Uh, we're going to put your website in the information uh, box below the podcast. We'll have the we'll have uh, where you can. Uh, buy the merch where you can get information beyond get on the email as well as the facebook and uh any of the other social medias that uh sweet crystal is on uh we'll put that that. on that on the bottom um well if people want to see us live we're actually doing a live one hour broadcast on uh june think about it it's uh, june 9th oh that's right steve's birthday on the drummer's birthday we're playing live for one hour on a facebook live event it's called the 11 mile sessions and we'll of course be posting that it'll be on our pages and such but if they want to actually see us live in the studio for an hour uh, as sweet crystal that'll be you know seven o'clock our time here so it'd be six o'clock for you or you know they'll have to do the time zone themselves but that's one way to see the band if you're not in the michigan area and want to see who we are we have a next week there's a a, a, an award show out of los angeles that we're up for a couple of awards for uh last year we won it for outstanding uh up-and-coming star which is kind of funny 45 years into our business we're now up and coming so i like that we're, we've got, we're up for two awards next Friday, but the award show is in L.A. and it goes on like at 11 o'clock at night. So I'm trying to convince the guys to stay awake, you know, and see if we actually win anything. So we'll find out. You know, you know, I hopefully it don't take me 45 years to be up and coming on this podcast. Uh, I'll be 85. Up and coming. I'll, I'll be 85 and like. I'm a fresh face. <laughs> you, you know, and that's so funny. But you know what? You just you just got to laugh. I mean, this world is so quick. I mean, even though we're here for 80, 90, 100 years, if we're lucky, uh, it's just it's so quick. It's a blink of an eye. And what comes next is just so beyond anything we can possibly imagine. And that's why I love writing songs about God and the Lord, because I think it'll be in heaven. I think these songs will live on with us because it can't just be this because we know this is temporary this is just the first stepping stone into eternity and that's that's exciting you know you i i love i love this life i love who i am i love the people i'm i'm involved with but what comes next is amazing and we just want to make sure everybody gets to go with us you know that that reminds me of a verse off of a band called the wedding it's a christian band i guess they're they're disbanded now but they say life is but a breath don't waste it and uh, that song that that just hits me because it's like you know you only have in in um, a second you know in God's in God's life you know in God's uh, timeline you only you you're only here for a second yeah uh, like a breath or even a half a breath I don't know how how many times you breathe fast with, uh, on a second but uh, but yeah. Uh, you know, I want to thank you. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, 
I want to thank you, Q, for being on the show. Your your testimony, your words uh, has sparked a lot of uh, interest and a lot of uh, a lot of love to you for for what you do for for um, people in the military. Um, if you have, um, I can also put some of the military, uh, some of the um, the charities you do. Uh, I can put that on the information as well so people can, uh, you know, donate or donate their time or money or, or whatever for, for the men and women of the military because, you know, it, it's it's hard. People don't understand how hard it is to uh, become acclimated back from being in the military because uh, you you're taught to always be at a hundred your your temper your everything has at a hundred your 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 war face and to come back to civilian life and try to live that life it's it's hard and it takes a lot of toll on on these uh men and women especially the ones who lose an arm lose a limb um due to uh protecting this country that everybody seems to um, want to be in. Yeah. yes so um yeah well one thing we always say at our shows is you don't have to support any war but you have to support every warrior and that's that's a credo that we truly believe and live by awesome awesome uh q can you uh pray us out absolutely you know what i'd like to end this with the same words that we end every one of our live shows with the lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. Amen. We end up shows, and we love it, man. It's a benediction that gets into our hearts. Amen. Thank you so much, Q, for being on the on the show. We're going to sing. Uh, well, we're not going to sing. Oh, come uh, on, you can sing. Feel free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, you want you want to uh, have people come closer to your music. Do not have me on the on the CD. I've learned it the hard way when I tried to uh, audition for the worship team, and they thought um, I would sing a lot better. The lights right here. Let him. Yeah, let him work the lights. Hey, we'll talk to you later, Johnny. Here's can, the lights. You can sing while using the lights from a distance. <laughs> but. Uh, but thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to um, end, end this show with um, the other side of Calvary. Um, and that's a that's a awesome, upbeat, kind of uh, in-your-face kind of rocking uh, song. So I wanted to end this show rocking. So uh, before we leave, if you are having issues... Um, suicidal thoughts if you're depressed if you're in a need and you feel alone uh you're not alone there's 1-800-SUICIDE uh if you need to talk to a counselor that is um well versed in helping you um to decide to decipher what what's going on in your in your mind and your thought and if you don't feel comfortable um with talking to them they also have chat lines you can talk to as well um, and if you have a church or you're thinking about a church uh, the pastors are just like counselors they're they're, they're shepherds they, they want to tend to their flocks they want to make sure that um, 
because that 99 is still good. They want to make sure that one that's not feeling as as good and chipper and and all that. They want they want to bring them back into the 99. So um, talk to talk to a pastor, uh, talk to a deacon, talk to someone at the church because um, God has a message and um, that message to get you happier and get you on the right track may come from one of their lips or even someone that just walking walking out of church you just talk to them and because it's a recharge coming from church you you know you you have you get that recharge and then you want to come out and you want to go hey you know what have you heard the good news you know who died for you uh for your sins you know jesus christ he was on that cross to rip the veil for you to go to see paradise with him and his father so uh just remember all that uh, again thank you uh to all the new listeners who are sh- just showing up thinking oh tacos this must be a cooking show it's not <laughs> a cooking show. <laughs> yes. i'm a taco light baby yeah and uh it's it's not food physically to learn recipes it's the recipes of god feeding your soul with everlasting waters um so welcome you get to learn from my guest or myself uh through testimony and through praise and maybe some of the words that we say uh resonate into your soul to get closer to jesus and that's what we do this for uh to all my diehard fans you know q is one of them I am. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. You are the glue that keeps this crazy podcast going. Without you, I would just be a man talking to himself. <laughs> and I do that on occasion. Okay, I do it regularly, but <laughs> I'm glad I can talk to people other than myself. So thanks again to Sweet Crystal of the podcast. So God bless you. And uh, y'all have a great day. Cue that music.
Imagine all the things we'll see on the 